Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome. Welcome one and all to you. I started to say you make the call. <laughs> Boy, there is a blast from the past. It's uh, welcome to game time here on this Monday afternoon. Tom and Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us. A lot to get to today as uh, we uh, as we roll along here in the, uh, in the first hour of the program. And, of course, we are brought to you in part by Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. And we're in the Allen Samuel Studios and just ready to roll here on a Monday. Now, if anybody was complaining about, well, we really haven't had a summer, and boy, it sure has been wet, uh, <laughs> you can stop with that because it is hot. And just in time for week two of the uh, 1A through 4A two-a-days ward, and it's the, the first go-around for 5A and 6A. Yeah, just in time for football. How about that? Yeah, it, it, Way to it, go. it heats up and, and you know no rain. So anyway, hey, we we've got uh, we we got a fun show today, and we're going to get to a lot of stuff. Uh, as as you know, Baylor opened its football practices on Friday. We're going to hear from Dave Aranda uh, on the program uh, yesterday morning. Uh, Bobby Bowden passed away at the age of ninety one. The uh, former F- Florida State head football coach. I don't know if you saw this during the pandemic but there i think it was espn or netflix or somebody did a i think it was espn did a tremendous mini series on the life of bobby bowden did you see it by chance i did not get to see that unbelievable uh you know as as a young man as a child uh he he had some medical issues and, and nearly didn't survive uh, so, I mean, and, and he's just, it's, it's an unbelievable story, his walk, uh, in his journey. And, uh, we'll talk, we'll hear from, uh, Jimbo Fisher. And we'll hear from Nick Saban and others here in a few minutes on the program, uh, when it comes to, uh, Bobby Bowden. All right. Uh, we've been, <laughs> it just, it just had work. Think the stars hadn't aligned, but I think they are today. Zach Barnett from, uh, uh, footballscoop.com is going to join us on the program. He's written a couple of very interesting articles when it comes to the Big 12 and uh, the realignment situation. We'll also uh, get to our Ranger Roundup. Did you see much of the NFL enshrinement, the Hall of Fame enshrinement? Yes, I did. Saturday and Sunday. Yes. Uh, I'll be honest, I missed last night's, mm-hmm. but I, I saw every second of Saturday night's. Mm-hmm. Uh, unbelievable stuff. I yeah, mean, it, I, I thought it was really great. Really, really good. Uh, and, you know, I, I thought Jimmy handled the Jerry thing. Got it right out of the gate, didn't Got he? it done and moved on. And I'll say this. He said we. Two, he, he emphasized not not once, not twice, but I think three times mm-hmm. that it was a we thing. Yep. And I think Jerry's kind of acknowledged that as well, finally. Mm-hmm. So maybe those two guys can get some things done and – and going about their business and you know and i i'd hate to know my friendship uh was going to be played out in front of every camera every microphone and you know you know what i mean yeah that had to be tough but sure. it was so well, maybe, there there was some bad feeling there oh, for there, a while oh, was there don't, some bad feeling yeah don't make a mistake about that no no there was there bad men, feeling men, hate i mean yeah. i don't know they're men in fences now yeah and and, and rightfully and hopefully so so uh we'll we'll get into that a little bit uh we mentioned five a and six a start today we're going to talk to kent last from uh, university high school their first workout ward is going to be tonight so they're waiting till Genius. they're waiting till dark 30 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, so I think they're going to go out about 6, 30, 7 o'clock and, and get that, uh, that first practice session in. So the kids can, you know, go, go do their thing. If, if, if it's work or whatever the case may be, they mm-hmm. can go do that and then come to practice. So kind of a cool thing. We'll talk to Coach Lasseter. And just th- there is a new – you can tell, and I don't know if you feel the same way, but you, I think you can tell there's a new vibe when it comes to university and there's a new vibe when it comes to Waco High. Well, that's what happens when you get new coaching staffs and new guys in there. They get, they get refreshed. You kind of – the players get refreshed a little bit, anticipation because you're trying to learn each other. Right. Uh, and there's a lot of unknowns, but there's a lot of excitement because it's it's a new era. It's a new breed, and, and you're doing things differently, and uh, you're working out differently, and there's different ways. You, heck, you probably even stretch differently than you did before. So uh, it, it tends to lend to some excitement. And, and, and there is a little buzz about it. I was yeah. talking to Jerry Williams, the uh, longtime trainer over there, uh, and, and there's a buzz about it uh, at University High School. And, and, and I know, you know, they re, they unveiled some new uniforms and a new look. And there's just, just, you know, when you do that, like you mentioned, you bring in a new, a new head coach and maybe even some new staff members, you're going to get that new polished feel to it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what they got going on over there and over at Waco High. I was talking with uh, Jay Black from the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, and he was talking about Waco High today. And he was, you know, the excitement level of just reestablishing their booster club. Something as simple as that. Sure. They're jazzed up about it over there. As they should be. And, and, you know, how that equates to how they play on the field, you know, who knows. Right. But it's this is the start for both of these guys. Mm-hmm. Uh at Waco High and at University. So we'll, we'll talk to uh, Coach Lassiter uh, a little later on in the program. So got some stuff going on. Uh, should be a lot of fun uh, as we as we get rolling. Hey, so you've been a part of two-a-days mm-hmm. as a player, as a coach. These first few days, what are they looking for? What are coaches looking for out of their players in these uh, in these first couple of practice sessions, well, in the first couple of practice sessions, you're looking for excitement. You're looking for guys that that want to be there. You're looking for guys that are in shape. <laughs> you want them, you know, you want them reporting in, in pretty good shape. Uh, you want that excitement level to be there. You also want to be able to look at them and understand they know what's going on. They know that you know what is expected of them. They can get to their groups in time. They can be there on time. They can do those the little things that you're looking for uh, from from this aspect, and, and that's about all you can do because you know you're in shorts and, and helmets most of the time. You probably don't even have shells on right now. That's interesting. You say that. You, you mentioned the word excitement about three times in your answer. Okay, so the Bears have practiced Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mm-hmm. This is Dave Aranda after the first one after Friday's practice. Excited to be out here, man, for the first day. You know, um, we're back in um, our normal meeting spaces, which way excited for that. And so um, our uh, vaccination rate has gone up, up and up and up. And so um, excited to be back and excited to be in normal spaces. It's a big difference when you're in a room and, and uh, you've got the attention of everyone. They're all kind of focused in on you and you kind of feel it as opposed to uh, generally we're here and Everything's spaced out to um, such a degree that it's it's hard to keep that attention. So to start that way and then to have um, great energy and and, um, and execution in a practice, you know, it's the fourth time for these guys. So, you know, winter, spring, summer, and now fall, 
in terms of installs. And so um, a lot more confidence and carryover and all of it. So a good first day. All right, hang on just a second. Aaron, we're, we're going to do something on the fly. I want you to play like the first 10 seconds of his answer again, then you can fade it out. Play the first 10 seconds. Excited to be out here, man, for the first day. You know, That's um, good right we're there. Back how about that? You could hear it in his voice. You mm -hmm. know how Dave is. Dave is he's very businesslike. He's very professional about everything he does. But you could literally hear it in his voice after that first workout. Sure, and that's what it should and that's be. what you were talking about. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, you want excitement from your coaching staff, but you also want the players, and and that that jazzes you up, and that's why he's where he's at. He's he's seeing the excitement in the players. He's seeing going into drills and and knowing what to do because he mentioned the installs have already been there before, and you know that's kind of the same way for the high school kids too. They got those UIL sanctioned workouts, so. You know, they know where to go for the drills. They know the first step they have to do. They know those type of things. So you can get down to getting work done, and that makes a huge difference, and that's where the excitement comes from. And stop and think about this. We joke about it all the time. Uh, hey, coaches got to put uh, got to put that, that uh, medical tape on the front of the helmet so they can write their name. Literally, last year they probably did. I mean, for he sure. didn't know who in the heck he had. No. He didn't know who any of them were. They probably were there for a lot of practices last year because, yeah, I mean, of, because of the COVID restrictions and things they, they didn't see each other except on the practice field for most part right and when he got here you couldn't i mean there was no spring last there was none of that no, stuff absolutely not. so he didn't know who he had what their personalities were he, he had a depth chart mm -hmm. that's what he had right a depth chart and that's what he and the staff I mean, so you want to talk about a comfort level you, you think his comfort level has gone up about 200 percent walking out on the practice field oh, absolutely. this weekend this absolutely. past weekend compared absolutely. to what it was there's no doubt this time last year there's no doubt that's why sometimes i think you just have to take a and i know you can't before you start blowing the phone up i know you can't but in a lot of cases i think you got to take what happened last year and just toss toss it out the window and he also figured out some things offensively too and so there's a lot of changes uh, on that side of the football mm -hmm. uh, that they were able to figure out. But w with that said, he now—I mean, look—he knows he knows his players, he kn and he knows their personalities now. They know him. They know the staff. There's something to be said about all of that. Just going into, as you mentioned, a workout where you're in, in t-shirts and shorts. Sure. So. We'll see. They're on the practice field as we speak right now. Uh, they're going to wrap it up a little after 6. I hope to get over there for the uh, conclusion of practice and in, in the uh, post-game, or post-game, I'm sorry, post-practice uh, interviews. Uh, that's the goal. Don't know if it's going to happen. You never know around here. But uh, the, the, they wrap up around 6 o'clock every evening, and I think they're trying to get to the media and meet with the media around 6, 6.30, depending on the practice schedule. But we're going to try to get over there and visit with them. So, anyway. All right, we are off and running. This is game time. It's on ESPN Central Texas. It's your flagship station for Baylor football for 2021. And uh, we're, we're glad you're with us. Uh, we are brought to you and presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Stay with us. We, uh, we're going to get into um, – we're going to get into – a legendary coach. We are going to get into Coach Bobby Bowden's life and 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 just you know just take a journey uh, through Florida State and, and talk to Bobby Bowden. We'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. This 
is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Only heard here. here. Deep ball by Prescott. Man all alone at the goal line. CD Lamb. All season. 43 yards. A touchdown and a touchdown dance. Friday night, it's your Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals. Live from State Farm Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Cardinals Friday night at 8 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Only at Genco FCU. Refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. Go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA equal housing lender. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Hey, it's Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. Exceptional experience, extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry. Trial lawyers with over 100 years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry now has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. If you need a lawyer that has exceptional experience and provides extraordinary results for clients, call them in Waco, 254-651-3690. Again, that's 254-651-3690. You can also visit the website and learn more about the firm at www.swclaw.com. You had a dream to open your own business, put in the long hours of development, gathering resources, and finally opening your doors to the public. Don't forget the marketing part of your business plan. Eminem Broadcasters have an experienced staff of marketing professionals who have helped countless businesses succeed in Central Texas, and they're ready to help you today. Call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930, or email to info at mmbwaco.com. champion of the 21st century and it's a familiar face over there Bobby Bowden and the Florida State Seminoles it took Bowden 24 years but he finally got it perfect and now one of the genuine good guys can enjoy his second national championship as he wins the Nokia Sugar Bowl in New Orleans the Seminoles are champions 46 to 29 that is the legendary voice of Brent Musburger Ward. And, man, I don't know about you, but I I love listening to Brent Musburger call a football game. And that, of course, was a championship contest for Bobby Bowden, the late Bobby Bowden in Florida State. 
So good. I mean, just unbelievable stuff. Yeah, he is. Uh, so obviously, he was a mentor to many, mm-hmm. and one of those obviously was was Jimbo Fisher. Now, how about that gig? I, you're going to be the dude that follows Jimbo Fisher. Good, I mean, that follows Bobby Bowden. Good luck with that, right? Yeah, that and wouldn't he, have been fun. No, and he did a heck of a job. Uh, but yeah, the and here's Jimbo talking about uh, the Bowdens. Keep the Bowden family in your prayers. I know we, we lost a great man in Coach Bobby Bowden today and uh, meant so many things to so many people. Meant a ton to me, and not only just when I coached with him, but when I was learning to be a coach and around him and at different times with his family and kind of person he was and who he was. It's amazing how he affected so many people, but he lived his life the way it was. And like I said, as fine a gentleman and coach that's ever walked the sideline, um, in my opinion. And uh, just a tremendous human being. But the lives he touched and the players he touched, uh, that's his legacy, and that's what he always talked about. And we did in the last times we talked about that. He he said those things, and uh, he definitely did that. So he lived a fulfilled life and uh, said he was ready. And he knows where he's definitely at, that's for sure. That is Jimbo Fisher. Uh I think that pretty much says it all, doesn't it? What what he said about Coach Bowden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, when you uh, when you when you stop and think about Bobby Bowden, do you do you have a, 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 a just a thought about Bob? Here's what I always thought. I always thought Bobby Bowden was the guy that just walked the sideline, that his staff did the coaching, and he was just kind of there. But that's not the case at all. But and he didn't care if you thought that. I mean, no. there's you know, in the later years, some of the other guys did a little bit more, but you know, the heavy lifting when it comes to the X's and O's. But uh, early on, I mean, even though the other guys were getting the credit, he didn't care. But he, uh, but he, he was kind of, I don't know. He just seemed like when when you'd see him on the sideline, that he was just one of those guys that was having fun. I mean, it just kind of a carefree. But make no mistake about it, he was pretty intense about winning football games. He loved to win football games, and he was an offensive genius. I mean, he went mm-hmm. to West Virginia as the offensive coordinator and then became the head coach. And he was actually the head coach at West Virginia when the tragedy at Marshall happened. Uh, and when they went to try to revamp that program, they went to Bobby Bowden and said, okay, how do you how do, you do this? And he gave them film and, and let them learn – his offense and use part of that to rebuild that program. And he was, uh, he was even asked to go to Marshall and take over that program and, and rebuild that. But he didn't. He stayed at West Virginia before he went to Florida State, and, and the legacy grew at Florida State. But, you know, he's a guy that, that really was kind of on that tip of the scale with the offense and, and being able to run that option offense. Am I correct in saying he, he began at Sanford, uh, co- coaching at Sanford and – and uh, and that was, and I'm trying to th- I'm, I'm trying to think because and he also grew up right by a a, a university. But we'll we'll, we'll get in all that. Uh, but I want you to hear what Nick Saban. I mean, this is Nick Saban, the head coach at Alabama, talking about uh, talking about the late Bobby Bowden. You know, Coach Bobby Bowden's passing is something that uh, really is saddens all of college football. Uh, This guy was probably the greatest ambassador, at least in my view, or one of the great ambassadors of all time uh, because he coached. He had success coaching, but he was also one of the greatest people uh, and set an outstanding example for everyone in our profession in terms of uh, you don't have to dislike somebody. You don't have to discredit somebody that you're competing against, that your example of being a good person is you know, something that can help us all professionally. 
Uh, he wasn't always just about him. Uh, he was always about helping other people. That is, uh, that is Nick Saban from Alabama talking about Bobby Bowden. And to a man in that profession, Ward, they all have really kind things to say about Coach Bowden. So, uh, Coach Bowden uh, dead at the age of ninety-one. It is not. It is a four twenty-one. I start to say nine twenty-one. It's four twenty-one <laughs> here this afternoon. Coming up in a couple of minutes, we're going to get to uh, Zach Barnett, and Zach is with the FootballScoop.com, and we will. Uh, We'll, we'll visit with him about uh, the uh, what's going on in the Big 12, both on the field and off the field. We'll do that here in, in just a couple of minutes. But right now, we're going to talk about Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Pioneer Steel and Pipe serving Central Texas since 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the has the same ownership, the same family. Think about that now. The Emory's have had that place since 1943, and now it is Braden's turn at the helm, and and he's kind of guiding things through at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Uh, Their reputation, well, it's been built one customer at a time, and their objective is simple, and that is to make sure that their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience. They offer the best in custom metal buildings, Residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers, angle iron, and structural pipe. Also, if you are installing or building a uh, barnuminium, and you really you, you know that that's the direction you want to go, but you're really not sure how to get started, well, contact Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They they can help you find the contractor that best suits your needs. So check them out today. It is Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They're located in Bryan College Station and also in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. They're open Monday through Friday from 730 until 5, Saturdays from 8 until noon. You can check them out 24-7 at pioneerboys.com. Pioneer Steel and Pipe. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. The heat and humidity sticks around through tonight with increasing clouds overnight and a low of 78. Clouds will begin to dissipate with the heat of the day tomorrow. Another heat advisory is in effect until 8 p.m. tomorrow night with highs in the upper 90s and heat index values in the lower 100s. Winds will remain pretty breezy out of the south between 15 to 20 miles per hour. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in Recently on the John Moore Show. And we said uh, spreading that culture of joy now onto the next level. Isn't that great to see? Oh, it is great and, uh, to hear their interviews and just how they conducted themselves. And like your four guys, no matter who you talk to, they love one another. Uh, uh, high character. Speak highly of Baylor University. So as a coach, uh, you're just really proud when you hear people brag about your former players. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Lockridge Priest has been providing cost-effective mechanical, electrical, and plumbing services for over 50 years. Family-owned and operated, Lockridge Priest is the largest mechanical contractor in Central Texas with over 300 skilled and knowledgeable employees. Let Lockridge Priest help you with all your mechanical contracting needs. Call Lockridge Priest today at 888-878-1531 or visit us online at LockridgePriest.com. Lockridge Priest, making life comfortable since 1960. 
Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Both the men's and the women's basketball teams bring home the gold medal as the Olympics come to a close in Tokyo. Cowboys have the next couple of days off after a practice with the Rams on Saturday. They'll get back on the field Wednesday before a preseason game with the Cardinals on Friday. Bobby Bowden, the longtime Florida State football coach who ranks second all-time in Division I wins, has died, the school announced, on Sunday morning. He was 91. Houston Astros have lost two series in a row dropping their series with the twins over the weekend three to one Astros have the day off before starting a series with the Rockies tomorrow night Texas Rangers were swept by the A's over the weekend and have now lost six in a row Rangers have the day off before they start a series in Seattle with the Mariners tomorrow night Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas All right, 426, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barfield, Ward White's here in Sexton. We're glad you're with us. Don't forget tomorrow, Mr. Cowboy, Bob Lilly, is going to be on the program, and we'll uh, we'll visit with Bob Lilly tomorrow uh, here on ESPN Central Texas. We're joined now by uh, Zach Barnett from footballscoop.com here on the program. Zach, uh, good afternoon. Thanks for your time today. Thank you for having me. Hey, let's let's dive right into this thing. Your first thoughts when you heard that the two commissioners from the Big 12 and the Pac-12 got together, what was your takeaway there? Uh, my first thought was uh, that it makes sense that uh, both of these uh, conferences are very vulnerable for very different reasons, and so they it makes sense for them to see if anything works out. But then at the same time, you know, uh, I, maybe it's recency bias, but the, the XFL and the CFL recently announced uh, that they were going to collaborate after both having missed the 2020 seasons and both vulnerable without, you know, uh, major TV deals. And then they eventually announced that nothing really came of that and they were going their separate ways. And so um, outside of one maybe eating the other, it's kind of hard to imagine or I, I guess I'll say the, the most two likely scenarios are the Pac-12 maybe eat the lower half of the remaining Big 12, or uh, they announce that they're going to play each other more often in non-conference. Zach, you mentioned in the article that you that the Big 12 is fully operating as if Texas and Oklahoma will leave the conference in 2025. Is that is that a realistic thought on the, on behalf of the Big Twelve? Is is, Te- is Texas and Oklahoma really going to be around that long? I don't think so. Uh, both of those sides, uh, I mean, Texas and Oklahoma and the SEC and ESPN have to act that way because otherwise they'd be uh, they'd be catching themselves red-handed in the in the courts in regards to the grant of rights deal that doesn't expire until the end of the 2025 uh, academic year. 
So they have to proceed that way. But, I mean, it's in the SEC's best interest. It's in the school's best interest. It's in ESPN's best interest to uh, get those parties together as soon as possible. And, you know, if there's one thing we learned, it's that Texas, Oklahoma, and the SEC aren't afraid to act in their own best interest. So basically they would just be negotiating against themselves to talk openly as if this will happen anything, anytime before 2025 even though we all know that it won't. For the Big 12 to survive, who do they need to add some teams in? I, I saw your article where Deion Sanders was actually saying that he wanted to be a member of the Big 12 with Jackson State. I mean, is, is that something that this conference can do? Are there viable teams out there that they could add and this conference survive? Well, I think, uh, it, 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 of course, they'd love to add teams. The question is, can they get anyone that's going to move the needle? Um, the, the, I think the ACC would love to, to add some teams. The Big Ten would love to add some teams. The Pac-12 would love to add some teams. But it's got to be the right teams. You know, even if a school like Houston or a Memphis or UCF might make sense on a number of different levels, You've got to grow the pie. You've got to you've got to not only pay for yourself, but you've got to increase the pie for everyone. You got to you got to serve Kansas State and Iowa State a bigger slice than they would get presently. And unless you can somehow convince Colorado and the Arizona schools to uh, join you, I don't see that happening. The one school that I do think does make sense that I would think long and hard about if I'm one of these schools that's going to stick around is BYU. They've got a, a large national following, a big stadium that they fill. Um, they've got uh, you know, a built-in recruiting base that maybe doesn't help you, but they're not going to be stealing from uh, your own. They're not going to be taking food off your table financially or in recruiting uh, is BYU. Now, uh, that may, may, might make some presidents uh, a little squeezy. You know, that's probably the reason they're not in the Pac-12 right now. But uh, they're willing to be scooped up, and I think they would make sense. Talking with Zach Barnett from uh, FootballScoop.com. Zach, from from our, our our local perspective, the the Baylor perspective, is is it important that they get something resolved? I mean, whether it's keeping the league together, whether it's moving on as uh, on their own and doing something different, or, or doing something with TCU and Texas Tech, just getting some resolution to whatever is going to happen is in doing it in a timely manner. Is, is that important? Uh, I think finding the right solution is more important than finding the quick solution. Uh, I, I really, I have a lot of I feel horrible for Baylor. Uh, I mean, I've uh, you know enjoyed seeing them play the other Southwest Conference schools for you know our entire lives. They've got a lot to be proud of. Obviously, the the most recent men's basketball national championship. They're just uh, a great athletic department on the field, but not a great athletic department on paper. And that's unfortunately what matters right now. So uh, the fact I like the fact that their their presidents are talking daily with with TCU and Texas Tech and Oklahoma State um, I, I, I definitely think they're all stronger together than they would be on their own um, and you got to hope that if the Pac-12 does decide to do a I guess a southeastern expansion that it's a situation where uh, they come and get TCU and Baylor instead of just Texas Tech and Oklahoma State it is the Texas and OU move to the SEC, does that solve the recruiting problems that they were 
kind of looking at, I know part of it's money, but part of it was recruiting because they were losing so many players to the SEC. Is that part of this move, and does it help them to be in the SEC in that aspect? Yeah, I think it's an enormous aspect of it because they were uh, fighting with one hand tied behind their back. I think uh, I think Texas was tired of losing kids to Alabama and A&M and, and LSU. And not to say that's not going to happen because – uh, once you know that that toothpaste is out of the tube at this point, and uh, the, the the pipelines are open, and there, there's no shutting them off. But it gives it gives Texas a, a counter argument, or it takes away that angle of negative recruiting. Now you got to go there and win. You can't go three and nine every year. But uh, if if Texas starts winning, uh, like I think they have the potential to this uh, this very season then they have you know, all the pieces in place to go in there and be one of the top programs in that conference from day one. You mentioned Texas. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on on the field. Uh, Oklahoma and Iowa State at the top. I'm assuming this is a, a two-horse race? Uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see any one of five teams play for the conference title. Um, obviously those two. Texas can get there. TCU can get there. Uh, TCU returns um, the, the top running co- running offense in the conference by far. They probably have the best receiver in the conference in Quentin Johnston. Uh, you know, Zach Evans is, was right there with Bijan Robinson as the top recruiting uh, top recruit as a running back in this conference. And uh, Gary Patterson really likes what he brings back on defense. And another one is Oklahoma State. If uh, if Spencer Sanders can play up to his paper, that's a, that's a program I could see playing for the conference title, but I'd be surprised if anyone but Oklahoma wins it. Is there more parity in this conference than we've seen in the previous years? Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, you touch on uh, the, the sad uh, timing of this is that, you know, if this, is, this hadn't happened, we'd be talking about, you know, the strongest the Big 12 has been probably since it went to uh, 10 teams, you know, a decade ago. Uh, potentially the strongest the conference has been top to bottom since 2008, but now no one no one's interested in having that conversation. It's all about what are we going to be, what's this league going to look like in 2022 and beyond. If, if there is parity in this conference, and it is, it shows to be that type of deal, would that enable it to maybe find those members like BYU or somebody else to come into this conference because of the strength of conference that they have this, this season coming up? Uh, I mean, if, if, a, if a Kansas State or an Iowa State makes the playoff, obviously that, that's going to be very good for them, but it's not going to change the underlying uh, demographics. This is a, a conference without a huge following left with Texas and Oklahoma gone. I mean, there's, a, there's passionate followings. Iowa State, I think, has the most passionate fan base anywhere in college athletics. There's just not a whole lot of them in comparison to other conferences. And so uh, I think that's – the old, that, those are the headwinds that the Big 12 is trying to paddle against more than anything. Hey, Zach, uh, we appreciate it. Uh, what are you guys working on for footballscoop.com? Oh, I mean, we are uh, covering the season uh, top to bottom uh, with new stories about just about every hour. Hey, man, uh, we appreciate your time today. Thanks so much for hooking up with us and, and uh, talking uh, Big 12 and Pac-12 football. We appreciate it. Sounds good. Thank you. Hey, have a great day. That is Zach Barnett from 
footballscoop.com. It is 4.36. We are 24 now away from 5 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and we are going to talk about double R old-fashioned hamburgers. 1810 Herring, uh, the best burgers in Waco, and man, they, they, and they really are. I mean, it's just unbelievable the uh, – the burger and the consistency you can go in there on monday at noon or or thursday at five and that burger is going to taste exactly the same they just do a tremendous job and i don't know what the seasoning is or the secret seasoning or what it is but all i know is that makes that that burger jump and and again it's fresh the 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 burgers are cooked fresh daily at double r old-fashioned hamburgers they're they're cooked fresh this when you order them you you can call in your order and they'll get started for you but for the most part it's when you walk in and and, and place the order then someone's going to start yelling two burgers or two you know two this or whatever the case may whatever they say they got some kind of secret language i'm not real sure how it works but all i knew is that the after it's all said and done they got one delicious hamburger for you and they'll do it any way you want it because again they're not made 45 minutes ahead of your arrival and they're not sitting under a heating lamp they're made fresh daily at double r old-fashioned hamburgers they've also got chicken fried steak sandwiches grilled chicken sandwiches philly cheesesteak sandwiches fries curly fries tots onion rings you name it they've got it at double r old-fashioned hamburgers they're at 1810 herring tell them we sent you by Tune in to John Morris's Big 12 Football Previews here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Presented by State Farm Agents Bob Anderson, Bart Romig, and Mike McKenzie, George's Restaurant and Catering, and Bruner Motors in Stephenville. John Morris's Big 12 Football Previews. Weekdays here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Both the men's and the women's basketball teams bring home the gold medal as the Olympics come to a close in Tokyo. Cowboys have the next couple of days off after a practice with the Rams on Saturday. They'll get back on the field Wednesday before a preseason game with the Cardinals on Friday. Bobby Bowden, the longtime Florida State football coach who ranked second all-time in Division I wins, has died, the school announced, on Sunday morning. He was 91. Houston Astros have lost two series in a row, dropping their series with the Twins over the weekend, 3-1. Astros have the day off before starting a series with the Rockies tomorrow night. Texas Rangers were swept by the A's over the weekend and have now lost six in a row. Rangers have the day off before they start a series in Seattle with the Mariners tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. 
right, 440. We're 20 away from 5. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics, your home for Cowboy football and your home for Ranger baseball here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, tomorrow on the program, as we mentioned, if everything goes goes uh, goes smoothly, we're going to have uh, Mr. Bob Lilly on the program. That'll be fun, Ward. To, mm-hmm. uh, Very fun. You know, there's... there's I don't get nervous talking to uh, and interviewing very many people, but he's Mr. Cowboy, and I think about that, and I'm and he's the nicest guy we've had he him is. on the program several times. I spent some time with him over at uh, next door at Cottonwood, Cottonwood Green, yeah, yeah. his golf tournament, and just sat down and visited with him for a while, and it boy it was very very nice to just sit down and talk to a, a guy mm-hmm. that you looked up to your entire life absolutely uh, a, a year ago or two years ago my daughter did an internship at the texas sports hall of fame and and she helped out on the golf tournament you know the uh and he's kind of the the guy for the golf tournament mm-hmm. and he doesn't play golf that's which is kind of funny but uh she you know she's just inter intermingling with 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 mr lily and i'm like and there was pictures, and we were looking at pictures, and I said, Paige, do you know who that is? Well, yeah, that's Mr. Lilly. I said, exactly. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Right. I, and I'm like, you know, and again, so we're going to get to visit with him tomorrow and, and talk a little bit about Drew Pearson, a teammate, talk about Cliff Harris, a teammate. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and as we mentioned, at the end of the month, and we'll get to the Ranger Roundup in a minute. I don't know how we got, got sidetracked. But uh, at the end of the month on the 28th, we open high school football on the 27th. On Saturday the 28th, it is the induction ceremonies for the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Charlie Waters is going into the Hall of Fame, the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. So I thought how cool because Charlie presented Cliff uh, at the at, at the in Canton. Uh, in Canton, so now Charlie's going to be uh, inducted into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, and I believe Demarcus Ware is too. A couple of former Cowboys, and we'll get into this in a, in a, in 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 our next hour because we're going to get to some of the uh, some of the comments from the uh, from the Hall of Fame induction ceremonies. But I get you know that there were some Pittsburgh Steelers being inducted into the this, but there was look there was three Cowboys that went into. The Hall of Fame. It wasn't exactly like they were void, but they made it sound like this was, you know, Pittsburgh's weekend in Canton. And it kind of ticked me off. I don't know about <laughs> you guys, but it was, I'm like, hang on just a darn second. Charlie, Wal- uh, Cliff Harris, Drew Pearson, Jimmy Johnson, those names ring a bell. Uh, yeah. And the, you Captain know. America's up on stage with them, too. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of Cowboys around. This past weekend. Oh, there. yeah. I mean, you, you saw You look them. around, they were everywhere. And I got to thinking about it, Like, I saw Moose Johnston. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, for what his job was and for what he was supposed to do, to me, he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, he is. There's no doubt. In my mind. Emmett Smith is gonna is a tremendous running back. He is a he is a unbelievable running back. He is a championship running back. But I don't know that he's the NFL record holder if he doesn't have Moose Johnson at the fullback spot. Probably not. Absolutely Be- not. Because what he was able to do. And he'll tell you that. And look what Moose did. He, No complaining. Well, he was a true fullback. Two carries a game, you know. Yeah, he was a true fullback. Absolutely. He, you know, if you put a mold over there and say, we're going to make a fullback, that would be the mold you use is Daryl Johnson. Yeah. I uh, in. And I think Jimmy Johnson addressed a couple of former players that he felt like should have been in, should be in the Hall of Fame. 
And you know what? I'm sitting there thinking, Charlie Waters deserves to be in the, the National Football League Hall of Fame. You can make a case for that. Unbelievable football player. Mm-hmm. And, and they said the, the dynamic of Cliff Harris and Charlie Waters really changed how secondary football was played. In some ways, it did. So hey, we'll talk to Bob Lilly about that. Uh, you know, those guys came in. Bob got there in the 60s and played into the mid-70s. I think 74 was his last year as a Dallas Cowboy, which how ironic he wore number 74 and he retires in 1974. But with that said, and then like Cliff Harris and Charlie Waters came in in the early early 70s. And so there was about a three, four year overlap where, where Bob Lilly was a member. You know, they were all teammates. So we'll, mm-hmm. we'll get into that uh, tomorrow. Randy Grimes, remember Randy? Yes. Randy Grimes, uh, former Baylor Bear, spent 10 years in the NFL. I think all 10 with, with Tampa Bay. Uh, he's going to join us tomorrow. He's got a, well, he's got an unbelievable story, a- and we'll leave it at that. And we'll 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 talk to Randy about that tomorrow uh, on the program. And I think Randy's around four thirty, and Bob Lilly is going to be around five o'clock. So that's the plan. You know how it changes because of a <laughs> thing. We were going to get Mr. Lilly on today, but they're literally in the air as we speak right now, coming home from Canton. So, all right, uh, four forty-five. As we mentioned, it is Ranger Roundup time, and the Rangers lost yesterday. Six to three. One highlight. I think it's kind of cool. I love to hear. I love to hear a triple. You know, because the guy, the guys get going, and 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 the announcers get all into it when when there's a ball that's hit over a head, hit over somebody's head, or hit in the alley up. You know, in the alley in the in the gap, and so here's uh, Connor Falefa with with a triple. Swung on, and that's hit high in the air to deep center field. Back goes Marte. He curls over toward right, and this one is up over his head and off the 14-foot high wall. Connor Falefa turns second. He's digging for third. He's in there with a stand-up triple. He almost had a home run there, but he hit the portion of the wall that jumps up to 14 feet. And a few feet over to the left, he would have cleared the 8-foot high wall. But this one right under the 388 sign. And Isaiah Connor Falefa has his third triple. He's the first Ranger with three triples this year. One of only four hits in the baseball game, Ward. (laughs) They were out hit. 12-4 12 to 4 yesterday. Wow. In, in losing 6 to 3. They mm. scored a run in the first, a run in the sixth, and a run in the eighth. I mean, it's picket fence time in Texas. They, yeah, there's no crooked numbers there. No. They're they're not they're not a good baseball team. They're not going to be a good baseball team, but they're getting some looks at some young guys, and that's that's about where you're at right now. And I guess with young players, I don't know this to be true, but I guess with young players, obviously they're not going to play as well on the road as they would at home. This team, and I need to look this up, and I meant to do this before we came in, this team is just, I mean, they're bad, as you mentioned, but they are horrendous on the road. This team just cannot win away from Arlington. And they got swept right by Oakland. And in I don't know, man. This is just uh, <laughs> this is this is a almighty struggle for the Rangers. And, and and I know what we're doing. We've we've talked about it all spring and all summer. Well, it's a rebuild. It's this. It's that. <laughs> but bottom line is, it's bad. It's just bad baseball. And it's going to be, as you mentioned, bad baseball. But I think there's a little fight, little claw, little scratch in them when they're when they're at home. And maybe there is on the road. But man, it doesn't look like it. They're 13 and 43 on the road. Thank you very much. 
26 and 30 at home. We got to go back and do a little research. Aaron, you got a job. I want to know how many times they've been swept on the road this year. How many times have they been? We know of one. They got swept yesterday. Uh, but how many times have they been swept on the road? I bet you it's more than they've. What do you think? What would be your guess? I'm going to say 10? No, not that many. Probably five series, maybe. What did you say their record was on the road? I have to go back to it. Not good. I thought you said 13 and 43. That's exactly what I said. Okay. So if they're 43. So the first series of the season at Toronto, which was not at Toronto. Yeah. They got swept. Thank you. There's two I know of. Um, In Detroit. The next series, they got swept. They got swept in Houston the next series to start off the season. So that's uh, three series right there. And then they were swept over the weekend. Let's see. I'm looking for another sweep. Go ahead. Not by the Angels. They have been swept on the road in eight series this year. Eight. Huh? Eight. I was close when I said ten. And we're in August. <laughs> Ten overall. You were out right on the money for total series sweeps, but eight of them. Yeah, no, I'm talking road. about on the road. They've been swept how many times on the road, and it's eight. That's a bunch of losses. Mm. I mean, when there's so what's that tell you? It tells you that there's nobody on the team that can stop the bleeding. There's nobody on the team on the mound that can stop the bleeding that you go, okay, we're going to give him the baseball and at least we're going to get one out of this deal. The one guy you kind of felt pretty good about, they sent packing. Uh, so, anyway. All right, that is our, our, our Ranger roundup. It is 451. We're nine away from five. Rangers with a day off today. Then they're back in action tomorrow night. And I, where are they at? They're in Oakland tomorrow night, right? Or Yeah, they're in Oakland tomorrow no. night. No, they're in Seattle. 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 I'm sorry, they just left Oakland. They're in Seattle tomorrow night with an 8.30 pregame or something to that effect right here on ESPN Central Texas. That is our Ranger Roundup brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management. Thanks to Joe Kaleo and all the fine folks for sponsoring our Ranger Roundup here on ESPN Central Texas. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Only heard here. Deep ball by Prescott Man all alone at the goal line. CD Lamb. All season. 43 yards. A touchdown and a touchdown dance. Friday night, it's your Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals. Live from State Farm Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Cardinals Friday night at 8 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. 
Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Texas is open for business, and as potential customers re-emerge, now is the time to reach them. Your proud Texas business needs customers, and customers need your products and services. So let Eminem Broadcasters bring you together. Eminem has a variety of specialized radio stations, each designed to reach a specific audience. Advertising grows your business. Email today to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. Your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. Have you heard about the new quesadilla? That's right, quesadilla. Their hottest new food in the country and way cool tacos and tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Way cool tacos in Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Game Time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, your friend in the car business. All right, 455, we're five minutes away from uh, the top of the hour. Coming up in our second hour of the program, we will uh, we'll talk a little bit about the, uh, the National Football League Hall of Fame induction ceremonies. We'll also visit with Kent Lasseter, the uh, head coach of the University Trojans. They're going out on the practice field a little later on this evening for the first time in 2021 we'll also get to our grab bag and a whole lot more so that's uh, that's what we got planned for you in our in our next hour what just kind of a prelude to us visiting a, when it comes to the, the the national football league hall of fame was there anything what first of all what did you think of the format uh the presenter was on video this year and uh, and and I think they kept it kind of tight, and you know they had so many guys to think, get inducted. Yeah, that the time constraints probably helped that, and that was probably a, a, whoever came up with that idea. That was a good idea to get that done and, and get it out of the way because you could kind of time it out and didn't have any lagging of the presenter getting up there and talking mm-hmm. and getting off course. And I, I kind of liked it that way. I did. And then the the presenter and the recipient. Well, they they did it together they would take the the 
I can't. They t- unveil it. But, yeah, but that's right. I was going to say, but the, they they took the covering off to unveil the uh, the bus, and uh, I I just thought it was kind of a cool touch, and and I thought you know you know what from a from a programming standpoint it. it and I don't know if they did this or not, but it certainly allowed for the network or whoever the NFL films or whoever may, the case may be to go in and, and and really take the highlights of the of the uh, presenters' comments and and, and conduce it and, and you know and get it down to where it was really. It, I thought it was a cool way to do it, and I hope they keep doing it that way. And, and I know we're probably going to get back to some sense of normalcy when it comes to these classes. I mean, there was a lot of folks being inducted to the Hall of Fame well, you when you combine years. two, two yeah. years of of, uh, of players, and then you you know, then you had the uh, the, the seniors group. So, uh, yeah, I, I think the way it went uh, was pretty cool, and I still I still kind of like the idea of the football game being played the same day but i get why they couldn't do that i mean look how long saturday lasted Mm -hmm. wasn't it over three hours closer to four yeah it was long when when you got to the deal and 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 again chris berman from espn i thought was terrific uh keeping the pace up uh just again a, a really cool event and you've been there for that yes when you're in the stands and in the audience or whatever the case may be does it does it have some lag to it? I mean, do, do you like okay? I know they're in a TV timeout or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Doesn't really what, seem that way. Doesn't really seem that way. I would think bad. it'd be conversations going on about mm-hmm. the speech you just heard and and that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool the way they did it, and uh, you don't really. It, it's not like the TV timeouts even in college football now. When you're mm-hmm. in a live game, you know, mm-hmm. even when we're over at McLean, those seem like they're forever. Uh, because you're just sitting there going, okay, let's let's get back to football. Let's get back to what we're here for. Uh, but it it really didn't seem that way, uh, and maybe because you're kind of caught up in the moment too, right? You know, I mean, it's it's kind of a surreal thing and uh, an opportunity to be there. I, I I was walking around, you know, even the day before with Blaze and going to the Hall of Fame and walking through it, and then going to the field and walking around the field and. Uh, they actually let us get down on the field because I I talked my way down there, of course, <laughs> um, and we got to be you know a little bit closer. And they were loading in the trucks from ABC and saw Al Michaels and talked to him for a minute. And so it was a really cool deal for me. And I was probably maybe caught up in the moment a little bit because I was spending it with my son and mm-hmm. something that was really very cool, very important to me. Well, and and you know, like I was I was thinking about it Saturday night. They were, you know, the the camera would just pan the audience, and all of a sudden you'd recognize somebody. You'd go, "Hey, I didn't realize so and so was there." I, I just think that would be a cool cool event to to mm-hmm. attend. And, I, and and I've never been to, to to Canton, and I've never been to Cooperstown, and I think I think I want to go to both, and I think I want to go to the Field of Dreams. I talked to somebody Sunday in church who had been to to the Field of Dreams. And I think I want to go. I think I want to drive out in the middle of that cornfield and just see. I think I want to walk out in that cornfield. I think that'd I be think a cool, be day. cool. Wouldn't that be the coolest thing? Yeah, I, I think that would be pretty neat. Well, anyway. and, and I love that movie. So, yep, 
you know, it, it kind of adds to it. White Sox and the Yankees Thursday night in the Field of Dreams game, by the way. I'm very interested to see I'm, what this looks like. I'm jazzed. I can't wait. We'll see. 459, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Only heard here. here. Deep ball by Prescott. Man all alone at the goal line. CD Lamb. All season. 43 yards. A touchdown and a touchdown dance. Friday night, it's your Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals. Live from State Farm Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Cardinals Friday night at 8 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since its inception, Pickup Outfitters has remained politically neutral. We love trucks of every persuasion, not just red and blue ones. But people keep asking us where we stand, and for this one time, we're going to break our neutrality. We oppose any government intervention or legislation to end truck nudity. We believe in the American right to drive nude vehicles. We think it's disgusting, we fight it every place we can, and we want to end it, but we want to end it the right way, peaceably. Therefore, we call on Congress and President Biden to respect the rights of truck owners. Our founding fathers didn't own a truck, but if they did, I bet they would have put a bed cover and running boards on their truck. The right to keep and bear your truck the way you want is fundamental to the fabric of this nation, and we believe in that right. So we urge you to come and take it at Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco, on the web at createacommotion.com. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I love what I do. Every day I have the chance to help people chart a path toward their financial goals and pursue their dreams. We build relationships with each client and enjoy seeing how they appreciate there's someone working just as hard as they are to help meet their objectives. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Feel like you're missing out on the Fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive through and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple Margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos and Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. Lockridge Priest has been providing cost-effective mechanical, electrical, and plumbing services for over 50 years. Family-owned and operated, Lockridge Priest is the largest mechanical contractor in Central Texas with over 300 skilled and knowledgeable employees. Let Lockridge Priest help you with all your mechanical contracting needs. Call Lockridge Priest today at 888-878-1531 or visit us online at LockridgePriest.com. Lockridge Priest, making life comfortable since 19. 19- From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, just after 5 o'clock, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Brought to you by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. And our 5 o'clock hour service of VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. And they are currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. 
And you can apply at 7601 Imperial Drive. All right. Uh, Ward, we were talking about the uh, the National Football League Hall of Fame induction ceremonies in Canton, Ohio. And I, I will tell you this. I, I, I thought that I liked Jimmy Johnson's speech. Mm-hmm. And I like Bill Cowher's speech. I think the coaches kind of nailed it. And, and and I know several players had tremendous speeches. And, in, in, again, Peyton Manning, I thought, had a good one. I, I thought his took you all over the place. I thought it was kind of funny at times. I thought it was very uh, sentimental and emotional at times. I mean, he kind of took you all over the place. But for me, I, I just kind of walked away going, you know what? Those two coaches kind of nailed it. So, well, you, you kind of expect that from coaches. No, though, you're you? right. The, in, in, in two coaches that are now members of the broadcasting fraternity doing the exact same jobs for different networks, Jimmy mm-hmm. Johnson, a pregame and postgame analyst for Fox, and uh, Bill Cowher, a pregame and postgame analyst for CBS. So Jimmy Johnson – uh, and here's just a little sample of uh, Coach Johnson last uh, last Saturday evening. I always tried to make my people better. Right, Charles? Tried to make us better. Every player, every coach, I tried to make them better. And, you know, I never really dreamed. I wasn't a dreamer. You know, dreaming's hoping. I believed. I really believed. I mean, you know, and people say, well, what made you think when you were at Miami you're going to take these inner city kids and they were going to get an education. What, what made you say that you, you, know, you were going to get them a college degree? Because that's what I talked about. I believe they were. And I may tell you, 90% of them got their college degree. And that's what I was proud of. What made you think that you're going to win a Super Bowl when you were 1 in 15? I didn't dream about it. I believed that we were going to win a Super Bowl. There's the message. You know, he didn't dream. He believed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I believe that he believed. I mean, I don't, I don't believe that that was a speech. I believe that he was, he was speaking from the heart. Just that, that short clip, you can understand why players loved him and would run through brick walls for him. I mean, I, I kind of got goosebumps. He, he's a guy that can get you excited and pumped up about a game. Well, and I, I, again, I thought he had a great speech. And, and you know, he turned and looked and, and, and made a confession there on national television about, you know, his relationship with his two sons that, you know, he said, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't around. I was coaching football. He said, I fixed that. I'm around now. And, and, and you know, he's, he's with his, his sons a lot. But when, when, when they were young, he said, I was like a lot of coaches, I was coaching football. And, you know, he, he addressed his children. He addressed – uh, Jerry Jones, he addressed Cowboy Nation. I, I, you know, he addressed his time at Miami. Uh, I did not realize this, but the, they made it to the playoffs three of, of the four years he was there as the head coach of the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize that. And that was not a good Dolphins team. They had Dan Marino, who was at the end of his career, and not much else. So, uh, anyway, uh, great. I thought a great speech. By Jimmy Johnson, and and also thought that Drew Pearson last night did a nice job. To the Pro Football Hall of Fame committee and the voter selection committees, thank you for the honor. I have learned it's not about how long you wait or how long it takes to get here, but more about how you wait. And my wait was supported by my faith, and it was through God's grace that I created a path 
for me to immortality into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. 33 years, Ward, from the conclusion of his his playing career until Canton, Ohio on Sunday night. 33 years. It's too long. And this is what I don't get. And he's not bitter. He doesn't appear to be bitter anyway, but here's what I don't get. Try this one for you. Drew Pearson was the only first-team selection of the all-decade team of the 70s who was not enshrined in the Hall of Fame until Sunday night. The only member of the all-decade team of the 70s not in the National Football League Hall of Fame. How do you explain that? Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know what took so long. I have no idea. What's the oversight? I mean, did did you not have video? And I know that uh, our friend down in Houston, who writes for the Houston Chronicle, beat his drum like crazy and and did a tremendous job promoting Drew Pearson. Uh, and But I just don't understand how somebody of, of – and look, and I'm not – here's the other thing, and this is, you know, whether you like it or don't like it, how many – the Cowboys in the 70s made the playoffs every year. That was just, it was an automatic. You just wondered how deep they were going to go. Mm-hmm. So they had a lot of national television games. They had the Thanksgiving Day games. It wasn't like people didn't know who Drew Pearson was. He wasn't playing in Seattle. You know, he wasn't playing for a team. You know, he wasn't playing in Buffalo. He wasn't no. playing for a two and fourteen football team. He played for a championship football team year in year out, and again was a member of the All Decade team of the seventies. Yet until Sunday night, he was the only one not in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I don't get it. I, I don't know. I, I have no I, I was going to ask you why did it take so long, and, and because I don't know the answer to that. I have no idea what took so long to get Drew Pearson into the National Football League Hall of Fame. Look, the other day and, he and Whatever you tell me, if anybody can explain that to me. I can. I, 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 I still won't understand it because I don't know that there's a justification for it. And I know that every year we say this player ought to be in the Hall of Fame, this player ought to be in the Hall of Fame, and, and they probably should. And, and you can't put them all in. But 33 years? You made that man wait 33 years from the conclusion of his career until Sunday night. 33 years. Well, And when they announced the 2020 class that, that they added some people to, uh, which included Cower and Jimmy Johnson, mm-hmm. they showed him um, – his reaction to it and he literally cried like he was you know he was sure that finally this was the class where they added some extra inductees that he was going to get in and he didn't and you could tell he was just devastated and then the next year he finally gets the call Well, he was in in the senior or the i forget how they the the termination but uh uh but he was the senior group uh was how drew pearson got in but who cares how you get in yeah, you know, you got a bu- you got a bust in Canton, Ohio, mm-hmm. uh, and, and he does have a bust in Canton, Ohio, and and will for forever. And uh, that's you know really a cool thing. But it, it does kind of bother you. you stop and go thirty three years, really. You know, uh, in in here's pretty amazing. Guy, yeah, think about his journey, his path. He was a quarterback at Tulsa, mm-hmm. walked on with the Cowboys, and now he's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I mean, that's kind of cool, isn't it? It's very cool. Yep. Yeah, he, he was an amazing athlete. 
and, and because I believe a car accident, his career was cut short. Uh, so he may have played a little bit more. I think he played what through eighty or eighty-one, something like that, and then then his career was cut short. All right, uh, it is eleven minutes after five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward and Aaron, we're we're glad you're with us. Thanks for making us a part of your day. Hey, if you need prescriptions filled. And you're like, you know what? I want to deal with somebody who I feel comfortable with, who maybe I can get to know and they can get to know me and and, and maybe have that, that, that neighborhood feel, that, that old time uh, feel that you get when you walk into a drugstore. Well, how about dealing with my friends over at Circle Drug Pharmacy? They're at 3211 Robinson Drive. And I just said my friends over at Circle Drug Pharmacy, and they are. I mean, I, I know, guys, you know, we're talking about Doc Everett and Steve Doc Everett and all those folks over there. I've known Steve forever. I mean, forever. And when you walk in, hey, Tom, how you doing? You know, and it's and that's the kind of that's the kind of thing I like. They that gives me comfort when I when I walk in and know that hey, these guys are going to take great care of me because you know it's just how they do business, and and they're not in business this long without taking great care of people. I'm not walking into a, a grocery store and, and seeing Fred or somebody behind the counter when I drop off my prescription and coming back a couple of days later to pick it up, and there's Sally. I mean, that's not how it rolls over at Circle Drug. It's they got a family over there that's that's there for you, and they take great care of you. Free delivery to your home or to your office. And, and again, I've told you this: it, this is how it works. You submit that that, um, or your doctor sub- submits the uh, the uh, the prescription, and they're going to text you and say, "Hey, look, you've got a prescription ready to come pick up." You, so you're not guessing. Hey, when do I go over there, or or go over there, and it's not ready? That's they're, they're going to take care of you. They're going to send you texts going, hey, your stuff is here and it's ready to go. They do vaccines, and uh, they also um, have diabetic testing supplies, walkers and wheelchairs. Just great people. They're locally owned. They're uh, in the, they're independent pharmacy, and uh, it's your one-stop shop for all your pharmacy and medical supply needs. That's, that's the whole secret right there, your one-stop shop for all your pharmacy and medical supply needs. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, Saturday from 9 until 2 o'clock. We're talking about Circle Drug. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. After a 33-year wait, Drew Pearson enjoyed his golden moment during his Hall of Fame induction. You'll hear from the original Cowboy number 88 after this. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Whether you're getting ready to purchase a home, setting up a college fund for your kids, or preparing for retirement, you're working hard to live a life you love. And you deserve peace of mind knowing your home, loved ones, and future are protected. At SWBC, we can help you assess your personal situation and create a customized solution to make sure you're prepared for whatever life throws your way. Visit SWBC.com to learn about your mortgage, insurance, and wealth management options today. That's SWBC.com. 
with team meetings and no practice today at camp in Oxnard. We'll go old school Dallas Cowboys and celebrate the three new Cowboys in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Safety Cliff Harris and former head coach Jimmy Johnson who were inducted Saturday and last night wide receiver Drew Pearson. If you ever have the good fortune to visit the hall in Canton, Ohio, you'll easily pick out Drew's bust because it features the hairstyle he rocked when he was an NFL All-Decade receiver of the 1970s. I had the biggest afro in NFL history. That's why the biggest one that will be in the bus at the Hall of Fame. The wait is over! Over! That's today's Cowboys Report. I'm Christy Scales. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. The heat and humidity sticks around through tonight with increasing clouds overnight and a low of 78. Clouds will begin to dissipate with the heat of the day tomorrow. Another heat advisory is in effect until 8 p.m. tomorrow night with highs in the upper 90s and heat index values in the lower 100s. Winds will remain pretty breezy out of the south between 15 to 20 miles per hour. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 530, 6 a.m. 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in Feel like you're missing out on the Fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive-through, and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple Margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos in Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's go right to the phones and welcome in University Head Coach Ken Lasseter. I know, Coach, you're about to get on the practice field. We're going to get you out there in just a second. But just talk about the excitement level of this very first practice of 2021. Oh, yeah, we're absolutely excited. We got our kids out here right now. They're going through stretch lines. and uh, It's been a, a great buildup. We've been working all spring and summer, and uh, we're just excited about it. It's our first day we can get out here and uh, get ready to play some ball in the fall. And we talk about it being the first day, but it's it, for you and your staff, it, it is a brand-new situation and brand-new for the kids as, as, as well. So I would imagine there's a little extra pep in the step. Absolutely. You know, they've been away from it a little while. It's, 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 you know, last year, 2020, was a different year. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of restrictions, a lot of different things going on. And our guys are just excited to, like I said, put the helmets on and, and get going. It's my first go uh, uh, here at university, and I'm super excited. And I, I like what I see. I like, the, you know, the, the excitement our kids, the work ethic they put in, and, and the work they're about to put in. Coach, getting out there in, in the helmets, shorts, and T-shirts and, and being able to just have that team aspect and have everybody together, does, does that kind of gas everything up for you and the players? Absolutely. I mean, we've got – you know, we've been having summer workouts all – you know, doing our strength and conditioning all summer. 
And uh, it's just exciting to see guys. You know, guys may have to be on vacation or guys may have, have different situations going on uh, at home where it wasn't 100% of all of our incoming freshmen, 100% all of our returners. But now we got most of them. Our, one of our biggest objectives was for everybody to be here. And I feel like uh, just looking at our guys, I haven't looked at, you know, looked at uh, us checking roll, what, what, who's here, who's not. But we've got basically everybody here day one. That was a big objective for us. Coach, when, when you, you mentioned uh, spring, you mentioned uh, the summer workouts with your with your uh, with with your with your football team. How much carryover will, will that help as you go into two days starting today, and, and and really not having to teach as much? Tremendous carryover. Just being able to install our offense and defense. Uh, it's not like spring where we were trying to teach them what our basic. Uh, concepts where we're, we're bringing it all uh, back, and they they have a foundation, and that's what it's all about. Uh, having having uh, we've you know we've had a few new coaches, but we have coaches that have been exposed uh, to what we want to do and our objectives and, and what, what we what we want to do uh, throughout the fall. Coach, when you have the opportunity to get ready this week and then you lead up into a scrimmage and finally get the pads on, do you feel like you have to kind of hold those guys back a little bit before you get to the pads? think so i think every day is a challenge i think uh every day trying to get better uh i think we're working our way to, you know the you know the acclimation period we've got to have with just helmets on uh of course they're excited about pads but you know they know a, a football season is a long process and a long time and we've got to do little things and we've got to stay healthy and we've got to be smart and we've got to take care of each other and then when it's time to put pads on same thing uh, it, it's time to, to compete, but it's also a time where we got to be smart about what we're doing. So we're taking this step by step. We're not trying to get ahead of ourselves, but we definitely uh, we're excited about being out here. Kent, what what are what are some of the things that you try to get done early, particularly these first couple of practices without the pads? Anything that you feel like you need to get accomplished early in in camp? Our biggest thing starting out. Uh, even before camp leading up to it was establishing our core values and our foundation. Uh, two, three big ones are uh, commitment, discipline, and then the last one, no, no excuses. And really getting a core leadership that understands those values and those short-term goals, uh, accomplishing short-term goals like everybody being here, uh, everybody leading up to the scrimmage, what we've got to do as far as guys. Uh, you know, learning the scheme, being bought in, all that kind of stuff. Those are the little things that we're trying to teach and get accomplished in the short term. And then we know in the long term, everything will work the way it needs to. Hey, we, we, we know you're busy. We know you got to get out there. And you may be already out there. Go get them going and, and have a great first day. I appreciate it. Once a Trojan, always a Trojan. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Have a great day. We talked about this in our last hour. And, by the way, you'll be able to hear our University Trojans on our sister station, Star 104.9. And that'll be coming up in, what, about three weeks. We'll get things rolling, but mm-hmm. August the 27th. But, again, Ward, we talked about this. There's an excitement level. At University High School, there's an excitement level at Waco High School. These two Waco ISD schools, there's an and I don't know if that equates to to wins or, or or what, but you can feel it. I mean, and you can talk to these coaches and these kids, and there's an excitement level 
just I guess because it's new. That's it. I mean, that's that's the main reason, and and that's the way it should be. You bring a new regime in, you you have the opportunity to change things a little bit and and get out of you know whatever you were in to to make that change, and so you know you have that natural balance and that natural change of the guard and it excites the coaching staff and that trickles down to excitement for the players and you know a lot of times you get new unis and a lot of times you get new t-shirts and new sayings new logos sometimes yeah yeah, all kinds of new things that that happen Mm -hmm. when you have the new coaching staff come in and you know nine times out of ten you have a new coaching staff for a reason i mean let's be honest and and so you know they they need to be excited about change like that and the fact, in no disrespect, but sometimes it is. It's just you just need to step outside, and they did. They they did not look internally this time mm-hmm. on on these two hires. They they went outside the family, and, and you know what? That creates some excitement as well. Sure it does. Sure it does because you're bringing in some guys that are going to change the way things have been done in the past, and you know sometimes that's that's the best way to change. Create a new relationship between Absolutely. a player and a coach. Absolutely, you know, and, and maybe that gets a, a guy out of the out of the hallways or whatever because there's a new opportunity. I, yeah. I, I don't you never know. know. And, and again, I I can't tell you how many games University is going to win. I can't tell you how many games Waco High is going to win. But I do know this: there's an excitement level there, and it's kind of fun to watch. It is uh, really a, a lot of a lot of fun to watch right now. All right, five twenty-five game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, we are going to dive into our grab bag, and we're going to do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Only heard here. Deep ball by Prescott. Man all alone at the goal line. CD Lamb. All season. 43 yards. A touchdown and a touchdown dance. Friday night, it's your Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals, live from State Farm Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Cardinals Friday night at 8 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Deidre and Dave, real customers who decided to give Good Feet Arch Supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. The pain would shoot up my heels. I would tiptoe out of bed because my heels hurt so badly. The pain level was over 10, and my doctor recommended that I go to Good Feet and try the arch supports. When I went to the Good Feet store, I had a free consultation. They allowed me to try on the arch supports. And took about three, four steps, turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. For over 15 years, Wings Pizza and Things in Temple has been your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include two for $28 meal deals or their family feast. And you can top your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsintemple.com for their menu. 
Last Chance Bar in Bell Mead is under new ownership. This family-owned and operated establishment offers a small-town atmosphere with a rustic down-home feel. Open seven days a week, this hometown sports bar offers a variety of entertainment. Pool tournaments every Monday and Tuesday, karaoke every Thursday, and live music on Saturdays. Located at 1200 New Dallas Highway in Bell Mead. Only minutes from I-35 and a short drive from downtown Waco. With the coldest beer in town and some friendly faces, stop in to Last Chance Bar for some good old Texas hospitality. More information and upcoming events, log on to lastchancebartx.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Both the men's and the women's basketball teams bring home the gold medal as the Olympics come to a close in Tokyo. Cowboys have the next couple of days off after a practice with the Rams on Saturday. They'll get back on the field Wednesday before a preseason game with the Cardinals on Friday. Bobby Bowden, the longtime Florida State football coach who ranks second all-time in Division I wins, has died, the school announced, on Sunday morning. He was 91. Houston Astros have lost two series in a row, dropping their series with the Twins over the weekend, 3-1. Astros have the day off before starting a series with the Rockies tomorrow night. Texas Rangers were swept by the A's over the weekend and have now lost six in a row. Rangers have the day off before they start a series in Seattle with the Mariners tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grand bag. On game time. All right, 529, and it is grab bag time here on ESPN Central Texas. By the way, drive safely if you're on your way home this afternoon. Uh, Ward, uh, Scott Drew, and his staff did it again. Boy, they have got a dandy commit. 6'5", 200-pound Keontae George has committed to uh, play at Baylor University, picking uh, Baylor over Kansas, Kentucky, Texas, and Oklahoma State. Now, there were some that thought he was headed to UT, but... Uh, Baylor, Baylor gets the, uh, the, the, the commit and again, over Kansas, Kentucky, Texas, and Oklahoma state, that's a pretty good little list right there of, uh, who you beat out for his services. Yeah. And that's what happens when you win a national championship mm-hmm. and not that Scott Drew and his group don't do a great job recruiting anyway, but you get that national championship banner hanging from the ceilings. It, it ramps it up a little bit. He's rated number one recruit in Texas and the nation's number two recruit in the 2022 class by 247 Sports. So uh, that's pretty good hand that they're uh, that they're getting. So congratulations to the Baylor Bears on that one. All right, to Dak Prescott uh, as uh, training camp continues in Oxnard. They had the scrimmage on Saturday uh, with I get what was the Rams I think, and, yes. and they didn't he didn't participate in. You know, Dak Prescott continues to be held out of throwing drills. Uh, they say he is making progress. And I think that they're saying that there may be some light throwing coming later this week. That'd be good. Uh, I mean, you you would hope to see him do something in that category to, you know, make you feel a little more at ease that your quarterback is at least going in the right direction. Cowboys are back on the practice field Wednesday as the, their stay in Oxnard starts to, to kind of wind down. I think they play Friday night in Arizona. And again, we'll have that game right here on ESPN Central Texas. And then after that, I think they travel back to Texas to finish uh, the rest of training camp in the Lone Star State. So there you go. All right. Uh, there's This is going to get ugly before it gets better, I think. Arizona State has placed assistant football coaches Chris Hawkins and Prentice Gill on paid leave related to an ongoing NCAA investigation into possible recruiting violations that has been confirmed by the university. Mm. That's the third coach 
on uh, Herm Edwards' staff that has been placed on uh, on leave. So, wow. Yeah, <laughs> wow's wow. right. I mean, that's not good. No. That's I mean, not good in any stretch of the imagination. And clearly, this thing is not done. No. But, but the third coach to uh, to be uh, three coaches now total that have been placed on administrative leave. Uh, let's see. What else do we have for you here? Uh, how about this one? The Florida Panthers of the National Hockey League have signed a quarterback. Miami quarterback Derek King has become the first college player to sign an endorsement deal with the Panthers of the National Hockey League. so They said that was coming, so I guess they finally got it done. Pulled the trigger, didn't they? Yeah. So there you go. Uh, Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson was uh, noncommittal on whether he would get vaccinated after being infected with COVID-19 for the second time. The second time for Lamar Jackson, but uh, very noncommittal on whether or not he would uh, – he would get get the vaccination. So just thought we'd pass that little information along to you. And uh, Lane, this is a cool story. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw this, but Lane Kiffin, uh, meeting with his uh, football team, is 30 pounds lighter. He said that last spring when he was meeting with guys and saying, hey, you need to get in better shape, you need to eat better, he said he felt like a hypocrite, that he was saying it to those guys but he wasn't walk. He, you know, he was talking the talk, but he wasn't walking the walk. He's not a walking endorsement. But he is now. Uh, <laughs> he said. He said. I saw a picture of me at the bowl game last year and told the players that I looked like an anaconda that had swallowed a deer and the deer got stuck in his neck. <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of a visual. I don't really want but <laughs> there you go so uh he uh he he got after during the off season and has lost 30 lbs wow well, and that's impressive yeah I, I i think we 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 should do that here we should have some kind of contest mm-hmm. i don't see anybody jumping up and down and going sign me up <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll go in i can i can lose a pound or two Oh, I could lose more than a pound or two. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Luca agrees to landmark. Go ahead and read it. I, I can't see that. He signed his uh, rookie max extension. It's uh, five years, $207 million the last year as a player option. But it's the biggest uh, rookie extension in NBA history because he was first team All-NBA two years, which means his he was eligible for the biggest Supermax rookie contract. I've asked this before, and it's not just basketball. It's all sports. Is there such a thing for a pro athlete as enough? Well, obviously not. <laughs> give it give it to Ward. I, I make enough here at the old radio station, so let's give it to Ward. <laughs> I mean, is there I mean, really, is there such a thing as well, enough? You know, no. I mean, people- I mean, it's it's now to the point where it's generational money, and, and they're going to – you know, get as much as they can where they can, and right. you know, hats off to them. If you can get it, go get it. All right, so there you go. Uh, that is our grab bag. It is five thirty-five, and this is game time. And we're brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge. By the way, did I mention that uh, that uh, Charlie Waters is going to be inducted into the uh, Texas Sports Hall of Fame along with uh, Demarcus Ware, also in that class, Derek Johnson. And Sophia Young Malcolm. 
it's a pretty impressive little little shindig coming yeah, up that's good. on the 28th uh, at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. So keep that in mind. All right, uh, let's take a second and let's talk about Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. And, man, you can uh, you can check him out online at alansamuelsdcj.com. If, if you're shopping for a particular vehicle and you're saying, well, I wonder if they have a blue Ram pickup, Lone Star Edition. Yeah, I, do I, man, it's a hundred degrees. I don't know if I just want to go walk around. Well, you can go online and check it out, and, and that's AlanSamuelsDCJ.com. Now, me, I'm going to go walk around. I'm not going to go looking online. I mean, but that, everybody's different, you know. Some like, uh, you know, some like apples, some like oranges. Everybody's a different in how they do things. And that's why they give you all these different opportunities. You can go shop in person or you can shop online at alansamuelsdcj.com. And again, we're talking about Rams. We're talking about Jeeps. And we're talking about Chryslers like the the, the, the new Pacifica. They got uh, just a gorgeous vehicle. You can check all of these vehicles out at Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340, or online at alansamuelsdcj.com. Ted Teague and his staff do a tremendous job of taking care of the customer before the sale, during the sale, and after the sale. You're going to love your experience with Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. They're at 201 West Loop 340, right down from Highway 84. Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. Recently on the John Moore Show. We welcome in now Will London from Waco High from Baylor University and a U.S. Olympian, John Morris, along with Jerry Hill. And, Jerry, we're in the uh, presence of greatness here with an Olympian in Will London. Yeah, and first, uh, apparently first Olympian ever from Waco. I know you've talked about that a little bit, but how big a deal is that for you being the first from your hometown to ever make it to the Olympics? Uh, I didn't even know I was the first one until, like, people said it. But I guess it's just from, you know, being around at Baylor for so long, and I've seen Jeremy, Michael Johnson, those people. So I guess when they've been around so long, you kind of forget that they're not exactly from Waco. <laughs> but uh, it's exciting to know that I'm the first Olympian from Waco. You know, I, it was a great feeling, and I'm glad I get to uh, experience it and the people around me can too. Listen to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Come join us. Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. Texas is 
is open for business, and as potential customers re-emerge, now is the time to reach them. Your proud Texas business needs customers, and customers need your products and services. So let Eminem Broadcasters bring you together. Eminem has a variety of specialized radio stations, each designed to reach a specific audience. Advertising grows your business. Email today to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. All right, 540, 20 away from 6. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us as uh, we move through a Monday afternoon. All right, Ward, the Olympics are done. What was your big takeaway from the Olympics? Uh, well, the U.S. did very, very well. That's, that's one takeaway. Uh, and then you also, the men's and women's basketball, even though you you didn't believe that the basketball was going to get the gold, they they came away with the gold. Yeah, uh, yeah, that that was going to be mine is men's basketball because I I didn't think they were playing very well. And then they go right into the Olympics and get beat right out of the box. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe a little wake up call. Well, yeah, maybe I hope because they took care of business after that, yeah, didn't they? Well, they did because of. One Kevin Durant. I mean, he right. he took that team on his shoulders. There's no doubt about but it. That, it. That was pretty impressive what he did to the Olympics. But it is incredibly clear that the world, if you will, is getting better. That, well, the, that yeah. the United States are not going to go into Olympics and win games by 50 points. Well, and the you know the reasoning for that is there's so many athletes in the NBA that are from other countries now that play. At a high level. The popularity of basketball worldwide has increased dramatically uh, in the last ab- 20 years. Absolutely it has. Absolutely it has. So therefore and, and you have tremendous players all ac- all over the world playing. And you're right, they're playing in their leagues, but they're also playing in the NBA. And every time that the Americans go on the court mm-hmm. to play, they're playing against a team that's got six or seven NBA players on it. That's right. And that makes a huge, huge difference. Those because are- before, when the USA was running through everybody right that was not the case that was you know there was maybe one or two sprinkled in here and there but not not like it is now that that was from that was me uh, i think my my big takeaway was the men's basketball team i thought that was kind of cool to see them figure things out whatever whatever that looked like mm-hmm. it, it, maybe they didn't need to figure things out but you know they didn't play well in vegas in those tune-up games they didn't no they didn't and then they went and got their tail beat on opening day and I'm like, hang on a second. And you know what? It wasn't easy. And the easy. other thing, uh, the other thing about that too, to look at for the United States and, and sticking with basketball a mm-hmm. little bit, mm-hmm. you know, they had to have a little bit of tired legs sure. because of the bubble aspect, and then going right into the season, and 
you know, they, they probably needed to try to find a way to get their legs under them. And I think Pop did a good job with practice after that Vegas exhibition. He kind of laid off them quite a bit and, and let them get their legs back under them. And I think that that helped them a, a lot because they played a, a ton of basketball for almost a year straight. Yeah, that's a great point. And keep in mind now, most of the time, the NBA Finals are going to finish up in June. Mm-hmm. We're in the middle of July, and they're playing the NBA Finals. Right. I mean, so they they didn't get a shutdown, as you as you point out. Right, and they didn't get a shutdown from last season to no, this season they, at all. They, well, no, they come right out of the right out of the bubble, go home, and start start getting ready for training camp. Right. So, it, it, so that is that's a great point. I mean, they and none of them really got to get away from basketball, and no. and you know what. October will be here before you know it, and they'll be back on the floor practicing again. <laughs> so crazy. So get ready. I mean, it's here. Uh, all right, so th- that was the Olympics as we kind of clean and polish that. And, and I did not watch, I'll be honest, I did not watch the closing ceremonies. I'm not a ceremonies kind of guy. I, I, I don't, you know, and I know that there's, there's a lot of spectacular things that happen in the opening ceremonies and the closing ceremonies and the lighting of the torch and all that stuff. But I, I'm like, let's go. Let's get to the next day and let's get the games going. So uh, I did not watch the closing ceremonies. Uh, let's see. Is there a and, – and I meant to ask you this earlier, and, and, and Aaron, you can chime in too. Is there a Dallas Cowboy that deserves to be in the National Football League Hall of Fame who, who who's the who's the one cowboy that you think deserves to be in the? In, who should be next? Who should be next? That's great. I don't. I I don't know. <laughs> That's a great question. There's I mean, a lot of them. There's yeah. There's a ton of them. That Especially you could, from those '70s teams. Yeah, you could you could probably come up with four or five really good ones if you spend a little bit of time looking at it. I I don't know who the next one should be. I I really don't. I I think they've pretty much got it close to where it should be now that drew pearson is in i mean if you'd have asked that question last year or year before last before he got inducted that would have been the fir- drew pearson mm-hmm. Bing, that's it uh, but i i think they're pretty close right now to where they need to be you got one uh darren woodson woody woody's a good one yeah i mean you look at his resume compared to some of the safeties that are already in like lynch and uh, steve atwater and mm-hmm. they're pretty identical and he was, I think, first-team All-Pro three times. He was as good or better than any safety in his era. Is Charlie Waters a Hall of Famer? Probably not number-wise, yeah. I mean, for what he was for that team and what he brought huh. to the Cowboys, yes. But stats-wise, probably not, I would think. See, I mean, he, I would put him in there because I, I love Charlie Waters. But, but if you're just looking for resume – probably doesn't have the resume for it if you have a cowboy that you think deserves to be in the hall of fame jump on our cnc collision center text line at 254-662-1660 and let us know who who you're thinking about 254-662-1660 is there a cowboy that deserves to be in the hall of fame now and i'll and i'll also ask you is this the year that they need to go ahead since they've got all this momentum all the excitement with with Jimmy Johnson and it going into the to the Hall of Fame, should they go ahead and do the Ring of Honor this year? Yeah, they're going to have to. Or would you like to see it done next year? I'm, I'm sure they do it this year. I'm sure they get it in this year, just because of um, 
well, you know, the TV guys <laughs> held Jerry's feet to the fire pretty easily. Uh, that was a great that segment. Was, yeah, it was. I mean, are you making an announcement? Well, I can. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if you're, you're going to make me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I think they should go ahead and do it this year as well. Uh, on our CNC Collision Center text line, uh, the uh, from the 254, Nate Newton. Nate Newton was a hell of a football player. Yeah, absolutely. I, and I can agree with that. I think Nate will probably be a consideration. I, I, I think the next Cowboy that goes in probably is going to be Jason Witten, though. I, I just I think that's going to be good the next one. one in line. How about Randy White? We just got one from the 512 saying Randy White. Oh, I thought the he, Manster. No, he's already in. Uh, I think Randy White's is, already is, in the Is he already yeah, in? Yeah. i got got to double check. I Because I haven't seen – we need we need to pull up the list of cowboys in the uh, in the in the Hall of Fame. Uh, if he's not, then that's that's an oversight because yeah, he redefined how that D tackle spot was played, and boy, he could flat play it. So, uh, but anyway, two five four six six two sixteen sixty is our CNC Collision Center text line, and uh, here's an old fullback. Somebody just sent us a fullback from the five one two. No, Walt Garrison. <laughs> yeah, I, and that, I'm just telling you, Walt Garrison could play the fullback spot. nuts were candy and butts. Uh, he uh, <laughs> he was a heck of a football player as well. Now he played in the era where you had Dwayne Thomas and Calvin Hill uh, at the eye back, and he was the fullback for those guys. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, one guy says uh, Mark Stepnowski uh, played center for the Cowboys. Uh, so yeah, th- there's some there's some names, and there really is no right or wrong answer. It's no, simply your not. opinion Absolutely of what not. you think and who you think should should be in. And, and and I know that the 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 club is exclusive in the Ring of Honor. Sometimes I think that may be a little more exclusive than the than the Hall of Fame. But uh, I would like to see a few more names in that Ring of Honor. And I, again, I know I realize it's an exclusive club and. And uh, and Jerry Jones let us know the other day just how exclusive it was because Tech Shram told him so. Uh, I, I thought how funny that you had to name drop Tech Shram. Uh, I, I think we all kind of figured out that the Ring of Honor is kind of an exclusive club. Randy White in the Hall of Fame, nineteen ninety four. Okay, so he went in in ninety four. All right, boy, he could play some football, couldn't he? Mm-hmm. The Manster. Mm-hmm. Man, you can go up. What about that that whole D line? Randy White, Larry Cole, Harvey Martin, Tutal Jones. You had some players. Yeah, you had quite a few. Bob Bruning at linebacker, Didi Lewis at linebacker. <laughs> I mean, you you had some you had some dudes now uh, that could play some football uh, in, in that uh, Tom Landry flex D, if you will. So good stuff, good stuff. I, I I don't know why I get a kick out of talking about those Cowboys of the of the of the seventies. But I do. I mean, I absolutely do. I love love just having you hearing. I mean, we could go through and you can throw out a number, and I could tell you the jersey number of, of those guys. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and I, I, don't, I don't think I can do that today. I mean, I, I got to go pull up a roster and, and see who is, who's wearing what. But it was just something about those days and that core group and, you know, Bob Lilly's guys, and you know he was in into the '60s and into the into the early and mid '70s. But you know all those guys in the '70s, because and, and I don't know the number Ward, but I think they went what 15, 16, 17 years straight without missing the playoffs. It was at least that. Yeah, it was just ridiculous how good they were uh, under Tom Landry and that coaching staff. And guys would come and guys would go off that staff. 
but man, they would and they would just keep them rolling. So pretty good stuff. You know what? Jose and Temple says, "How about Jay Novacek?" I'm with you. And, and here's another tremendous name. Billy Joe Dupree could play some tight end. Number 89 could play some tight end. Good stuff there. And then uh, Leroy Jordan, Chuck Halley, Harvey Martin, Darren Woodson. That's another great one from the 254. All right, uh, we got We could do this all day. I could sit there and talk about these guys all day. How cool is that? All right, that is going to do it for us. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. Many thanks to uh, everyone for being a part of the program. We will do this again tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock, and uh, we look forward to seeing you then. Here on Game Time from ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. John Morris has got the uh, the Big 12 preview, and then uh, we will get you to Sports Center at the top of the hour here on a Monday. No ball game tonight. Uh, the Rangers with the night off. They're back in action tomorrow night. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 here on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Today, a look at the West Virginia Mountaineers. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. Continuing our series.